Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pour out your love, guys. Thank you, Lord. We give you so much praise, Lord. We pour out our love and affection to you. Our eyes are on you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. You come and visit us. You are here with us tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you wrap your arms around us and you you fill us with your love. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, I'm feeling like this is just getting started tonight. This is just getting started. Don't stop giving him praise. It's like that friend you want to celebrate. It's like that, that great leader you want to give that honor to in a stately way, in a stately way. But we can celebrate, we celebrate him even more than just a state leader, even more than just a a friend. We don't just throw the confetti, we sing our hearts out to him because he paid such a huge debt in our lives. The debt was so huge, we could not pay it off with money. And it could not be paid off with anything except for the blood of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, you came down for us. There was nothing we could do, but you came down and saved us. And then you rose again. You became, you are the fountain of life, Lord. And you fill us with your life, Lord God, you heal us. Your body was broken so that we could be made whole. Guys, just keep praising and giving him thanks. I'm really feeling the anointing tonight. I've been seeing, I saw a flame come down tonight. The flames were going out over each and every single one of you guys. Okay, and I saw uh, briefly an image of a well and the water was coming up out of the well. And whatever Holy Spirit wants to do tonight, he wants to do it for you. He wants to pour out his love and affection for you. He wants to pour out healing on you. And I just want, I feel like there, the Holy Spirit wants to do a whole body-wide anointing. So I ask Scott that you would anoint me first and anoint anyone else, and we'll anoint everyone. So if that's all right with you. <laughs> there we go. And just keep in state of worship, guys. Find the notes. Find the melody. Don't be afraid to sing out. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord. So this is what I feel like. This is what we should do. I'm gonna I'm gonna anoint David first. But so before I didn't share this with David, he he gave me what he was hearing God say and or what he was seeing happening in the spirit. And I just felt like this scripture is from Isaiah 42, and this is about Jesus. It says, "He will not he will not shout or cry aloud or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed." he will not break. A bruised reed, he will not break. A smoldering wick, he will not snuff out. So I was feeling in my spirit that there's many in the room that that just need, that they feel like they're a smoldering wick. They feel, maybe you feel like your fire is just starting to go out. The Lord has a plan for that tonight. He is going to ignite that that smoldering wick. He will not snuff out a smoldering wick. In fact, he will breathe on it. 
He wants to release fresh fire into your heart tonight. He wants to break off that that veneer, whatever that thing is that you feel like has been between you and him, that you want, you've been pushing up against it and you've been wanting to get closer to him, but you just feel like there's something, something there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get David in just a second here, and then we're gonna, I'm gonna turn you loose, but I wanna invite, if that's you, if you want to be anointed, I'm, we're not gonna like anoint people that don't want it tonight, so if you want to receive a fresh anointing, a fresh infilling of the Spirit, if you feel like you're that smoldering wick, that bruised reed, that you've been buttoned up against that, that invisible barrier, come up here, just line up in the front. Yeah. We're just going to take some time. Because, guys, this week, even just these past few weeks, there have been moments where I've even had some of my own struggles where I felt like I was just getting flattened by a steamroller. And all I could do is just barely eke out a a praise, a worship. All God wants from you is your, your best, even if that means you're just flat on the pavement and going, oh, thank you, Lord. He's coming. He's going to break through that tonight. He's breaking through. Hey, if I could get you guys just to kind of line up along this way. Oh, okay, okay. And also, and I feel like, um, you know, point to, like, I guess your hands, or if you want it on your forehead or the top of your head or shoulder, just, you know, give it a tap and we'll we'll do that. And my hands are cold right now, so yeah, be about... All right. Okay, so let's let's get David first yeah. here. Take a little. Bit Start praying in tongues, guys. Start worshiping and giving thanks. All right. You're not gonna get oil on your shirt, but I just release that fire, this fire of God, a smoldering wick He will not snuff out. Sorry, guys. I'm going to grab a mint real quick because if I'm going to pray in your face, you don't want to smell coffee. There you go. I'll take all of them. That's abundance. <laughs> That's abundance right there. Oh. Don't worry about it. All right. You've been anointed. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. All right, guys. Keep speaking in tongues and praying and giving thanks. If you want it on your hands, just put your hands out. If you want it on your forehead, when one of us comes up, just point to your forehead. Are you up here for it? Of course you are. Fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire for a fresh year. Just say fire of God. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Fire in your hands, fire in your hands. You were born to carry and release the fire of heaven. You were born to carry and release the fire of heaven. Same with you, Barbara. You were born to carry and release the fire of heaven. Fire increase, Holy Spirit increase. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He will never blow out a smoldering wick. 
you will never break a bruised reed. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. thanking him give him thanks we praise you Lord it doesn't matter where you are in the room right now he's reaching everyone he's reaching you where you are he loves you so much he's pouring out his love on you right now I I really saw in the spirit like a huge picture and he was just pouring out like this gold liquid love and it was pouring out over all of us. We receive it, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I just say, fan into flame, fan into flame. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We give you thanks. We love you, Lord. We just bless. We give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, the name of Yeshua. We love you, Lord. Burn bright. Burn bright. Let it blaze. We give you thanks. Your love never fails. Thank you, Lord. He loves that spontaneous praise, guys. Whatever you have, sing it to him. Anything. He loves it all. He loves your heart. Lord has a double portion. A double portion. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord God. We're here for more of you. We're here for more of you. Pour out 
out your love. Pour out your love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that your inheritance for Isabel is, is great. Mm. The boundary lines have fallen for her in pleasant places. Thank you, Father. Pour out your closed right now if you're one of those that feels like you've had that 
that barrier over you that you've, you've been trying to press into God and you feel like you're just banging your head against a wall. You feel like you can see, you know the things of God, you know the truth, but you feel like there's something in your spirit and in your soul that is keeping you from breaking through and breaking into the freedom and the newness of life that God has for you. I just want you to, to in your own way, in your own words, I want you to talk to God right now. I want you to ask him this question. If you want to say it out loud, I would encourage you to do it, but you don't have to. Just say, Father God, is there anyone I need to forgive? See, unforgiveness locks us up in a cell. God never leaves you. He never forsakes you. But when we walk with unforgiveness in our lives, it is like putting yourself in the quiet room, in the, in the silence chamber. You may see the truth and you may know the truth, but it might keep you from being able to break through and freely walking in the freedom and the truth that God has for you. So Father God, is there anyone I need to forgive? And if you hear a name or if you hear him say yes, Ask him who it is and just begin now to say, Father, I choose to forgive them. I choose to forgive them now. I release them because you forgave me. So in you, Jesus, I forgive them. Father, I just say, come now in your grace. Open up that prison door for your sons and daughters as they begin to forgive Holy Spirit, would you come and you put the key inside that cell door and click it open and open that door. I feel like the Father's saying, come out now. Just come out of that cell. Come out of that place where there's no freedom. Come out of that place of bitterness and unforgiveness and walk with me. Take my hand and walk with me in the freedom. Let them go. Let the offense go. It's not worth holding on to. Unforgiveness, bitterness is like poison and you got to let it go. It hurts nobody but you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we choose to forgive anybody that we have any offense towards. And we release them now from that unforgiveness, that offense, that bitterness. And in Jesus' name, we say, let the blessing of God come upon them. Let the blessing of God come upon them. Let them come to know you in a deeper way. Let them know you and walk with you and experience the pleasure and the power and the freedom of the kingdom of heaven in their life. Bless them, Lord. Bless their family. Bless their health. Bless their finances. Bless their relationships. In Jesus' name. you receive that for yourself, just say, I receive it. I receive it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hey, I'm going to ask our, our uh, prophetic ministry folks to come up. If you have a word to minister, if, you've, if the Holy Spirit gave you a picture that's for the body or a scripture or just a word of encouragement, then I'm going to invite you guys to come up now share that before we move on. 
Everybody nice and oily and smelling good tonight now? Sweating? <laughs> Christian. Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you for tonight, Lord. Thank you for the healing and the oil on my shirt. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. You guys are, that, that was right on. You know, David sharing about the struggle this week. And we just felt it in my spirit all week long and just crying out. It's a struggle when you're interceding and you don't know what's going on, and you're just being obedient. And thank you for sharing. We believe that God's done his job tonight, and that he set us free, and that uh, the heavens are open. Amen. Um, back before I want to share this word, I just want to charge the atmosphere a little bit. Back in October, we are giving out prophetic words. And at the end of the service, uh, Pastor Scott closed the service, and I said, oh, I got one more word. And um, I said, there's some, someone here that needs to go check their uh, checkbooks or balance their checkbook. And so that word was a blessing because I was talking to a friend of mine, I think it was a couple weeks before that, and he's a pastor down in Texas, and he also leads a prophetic ministry down there where he works with James Gall, Cindy Jacobs, and all those folks in Dan McCollum, where we... I was a youth leader with him under Dan McCollum 20-something years ago. You know, I was, I was speaking on the phone. I tried to talk to him once a week, you know, just to get words and to share and see what God's doing. And he goes, when, this time I called him, he goes, man, you wouldn't believe what just happened. And I was like, what happened? He goes, I was on a conference call, and James Gall called me out, like, out of these, I guess there was a couple hundred people or a lot of people on this conference call, and he called me out and just started saying all this, all these prophetic words over my life and told me to be at this next conference in November. And he's pastoring a church, my friend. And he's like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. You know, it's the holidays, all the count, everything's accounted for. There's not a lot of money. And I said, well, let's just believe. You know, I wanted to give him money. You know, I said, well, let's just believe. And then uh, God gave me a word that one night back in October as everyone was walking out. And I said, uh, go balance your checkbook. And I was like, I don't even know if anyone balances their checkbook anymore. But there was a couple here that went and balanced their checkbook. And they came out with the perfect amount that paid for the hotels and for the conference. And when he got to the conference, he was able to minister. As soon as he walked in the door, he got ministered to by James Gall. But he also felt in his heart that he was supposed to meet Cindy Jacobs and have an appointment with her. But after the conference is over, he was like, I'm just going to go to church Sunday. The conference is over. I'm going to attend this church that they had the conference in. It was like a 3,000 seat church, I believe. And... uh, one of the leaders that he knew goes, oh, I want you to meet someone. And he took her right up to uh, Cindy Jacobs. It was a, an awesome God appointment. And so I want, to know that, I want you to know that there's, there's power in the word, in, the, in these prophetic utterances. 
And, and it's also power when you're obedient. Because I just threw it out there. I didn't give it on to nobody. But someone went home and actually checked their checkbook, and they came out with an amount. And God was able to make all these different prophetic appointments happen based on your obedience. So I just wanted to share that. And, you know, there's a big, there's a huge prophetic gifting over this body. And it's not limited to the team or anyone here. We all practice it. And we need to practice it outside these doors. Yes. We can't just contain it here like Scott does. He does it on his mail routes. And he'll go out and say, hey, I got a word for you. you I feel like you're, you're hurt here. You have an ailment here. And God does his work. We just have to be, be obedient. And it's wherever we go. Let's not just bring it here and let's not just look for it here. But uh, I got plenty of prophetic words right now, but um, I don't know where to start. Um, just shoot. Yeah. Aim, fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready, aim, fire. Well, so, something that just keeps coming out for our body. And, and it's, it's more so a warning. It's don't. Don't focus on the manifestations. Focus on his face. Seek his face. There's nothing wrong with the manifestations, but do not chase the manifestations. Do not think those are what's going to keep you safe or keep you feeling good. And what I mean is by the things that we see with our eyes, we have to seek his face. And that's, that's where it's at. If we seek the Father's face, we'll know what's going on. And every time we come in this place, you notice one of the first prayers is like, what is the Father's doing? What is the Father doing? What is he doing? I don't want to know what Scott's doing. I don't want to know what Barbara's doing or what I'm doing or anyone in here. I want to know what the Father's doing. And we come to worship him, but he's here to minister to us and through us. So I just, I charge you with that just, Seek his face this year. Don't seek the ma- don't seek the manifestations. They'll come and they'll go. But his face is forever. God is forever. Um, marriages. He is restoring marriages. He is restoring areas that you haven't given up. This year, after all the years. He's restoring those areas that you thought, no, that's me. And God say, no, you have to give that to me. So I'm speaking to the marriages this year. Your marriages are going to be restored. And I'm not saying people are struggling in their marriage. But what I am telling you that there's areas that you haven't given up. And you're blaming your spouse. Or you sometimes you even blame yourself as, I don't know why you do it. But God is saying, give it to me now. Give it to me. And the healing is going to be in that. He wants you healed. He wants your marriage healed. He loves you so much. He knows the struggles you've been in, the arguments, the hurt, the pains. And he just wants to love you. And he wants you and your spouse to know that love. He's going to restore it this year. Um, 
this year's not going to be easy, but it's going to be a blessing. You know, it's sort of like gardening. You know, we're going to be, it's going to be work, but we're going to see the fruits for sure. Yeah. Amen. We're going to have to get out and do the work. It's going to be hard. It's, sometimes it's going to be windy. Sometimes it's going to be cold. Sometimes the dirt's going to be hard. But it's going to be a blessing, blessed year. Even with finances, with the, the markets and all that garbage going out, if you look at your 401k or your retirements, there's no hope. <laughs> the hope is in the Father. And he's going to give you double portion. He's going to bless it. He's going to make a way there where, where there seems to be no way. It's going to be miraculous blessings in our finances as Christians and believers. You know, where you, where you think, so that's, you know, sometimes we just want to give up. I will praise him when I'm here. I will love him and I'll tithe and I will bless. But when it comes to our finances, sometimes, you know, our, our lifestyles, Sometimes we hold back, and we just got to give it out and give it back to him. And this year, when everything looks like it's going down, he's going to bring a way. There's going to be a blessing in there. And I, and I encourage you to share it because I believe that there's going to be supernatural blessings in your finances and in the finances of this church. I can give individual words. I don't want to call anyone out, but if anyone needs a prophetic word, I can, I can give them a prophetic word. Does anybody want a prophetic word? Raise your hand. This year, this year is going to be one of your best years. There's going to be new life this year. New life. There's there's places in your in your, in in your walk that you've. You've wanted in the past. You you've you you fought for. You you felt like God wasn't giving it to you. He's giving it to you this year. It's because He trusts you. He trusts you, and our body's going to support you this year. And not only this body, but other bodies are going to support you guys. He's going to expand your ministry. He's going to expand your vision. Where you feel like you, you may hit on a wall in, in some of your areas, those walls are going to be lifted this year. So see restoration in your family too. I, I know you guys seem fine, but see restoration come in, in parts of your family where God's going to restore parts of the family.
I see a purple mantle coming over David. And I see other leaders. I see the heavenlies notice, seeing, seeing that mantle on you. And it's going to open doors for your ministry to grow. see you ministering to people that you normally wouldn't minister to. And I see uh, like like a street ministry. <laughs> Seriously. Like I see you ministering to the homeless. I don't know if it's going to be if you've even started it already or but I see you this year ministering to the homeless. I don't know if you're starting a ministry or if you're going to be a part of ministry but I see the homeless. just pray blessings over this couple, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, I speak life, Lord. Lord, I speak breakthrough, Lord, in their relationships, Lord, in their ministries, Lord, in their finances, Lord, and in their minds, Lord. Lord, where you, you where their minds have been closed, that you would open them up, Lord. Lord, greater vision, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Jesus' name. Greater vision, Lord. Greater vision. Thank you, Lord. I see you ministering to other men. I see you ministering to young men. I see you leading ministry of young men showing them how to be men God is calling you deeper this year. He's calling you deeper. He has plans for you, Jeremiah 29, 11. That is over your household. I see you as a gardener. It's planting the seeds, Lord. I see you planting seeds in your grandkids. I see you plant seeds in other young men and women. I see you placing the seed and God coming along and growing it. He's giving you the wisdom to release seed, to spread his word, Lord, to spread his anointing. I see God moving you into healing where you haven't, I don't think you, I know you, so I don't think you've operated in that, but I see a, a man of healing coming over you, Dad. Yes, Lord. That you will see 
and feel and know what healings are needed in that person, that you will call them out and God will have his way. Jesus. Lord, I pray that you bless him, Lord, that you open his eyes and his heart to what the Father's doing, Lord. Let him see what the Father's doing, where to place the anointing. Jesus, let him walk 24-7 in it. Let him be just on fire and let it be burning in him, Lord. Lord, if he's going to stay awake up all night, let him be stay awake with your anointing in Jesus' name. Burning with desire what the Father has planned. In Jesus' name. I send the blessing to you. plucking on one but it is time the Lord is going to he's going to all of them and there's going to release a sound a, a new chord from heaven that's going to come through you it's your gifting and it's your ministry call it's not like something bizarre and way out there it's it's what you're what you flow naturally in now but but I, I don't know what it is but I, I know that there are gifts and you've been plucking on one string maybe two but I just see the Lord. He's going to come in his power and you're going to hit all six strings and it's going to be a beautiful sound that comes through. Anybody else? Tao? Oh, Tao. All right. What's your name again? Nevaeh. Lord, I think Jesus. Jesus. Lord, I thank you for her heart to be an honorable friend. Lord, I thank you for her heart to serve, Lord. Lord, call her. God's calling you now in the van. He's calling you to rise up, young lady. That you're not supposed to sit in the back no more. You're supposed to get up in front. God wants you to drive the car now. Jesus loves you. The Father loves you, Nevaeh. He loves you and he will always protect you and be with you. There's a calling on you, Nevaeh, to step forward, to move up. Don't wait for friends or mom to say the right words. 
but God's calling you to to come closer. Amen. Thank you for my sister. Father, love you. Your heart to serve. You are the greatest in his kingdom. He loves you. But let him love you. Let you have a servant's heart. You're so special in the kingdom, Tal. He's going to start setting things in place that have been out of place. I, I'm seeing a picture of blocks. And he's actually just stacking the blocks for you. I don't know what the blocks mean, but I don't think you're supposed to stack them. He wants to stack them for you. He wants to love you. And he wants to work things out for you. calling you deeper there's going to be a breakthrough this year in an area that you've been struggling with and I can't say what it is I don't know what it is but there's going to be a breakthrough like you need to carry a, a, a book like a journal because he's going to start setting up divine appointments for you. He's going to give you divine appointments. He's going to set t- dates and times. You did? Amen. Oh, she just got the book today, so... Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for Tao's heart to serve. Lord, Lord, I pray that you bless her, that you guide her. Lord, I speak to her finances to be blessed, Lord, and overflowing this year, Lord. Lord, that her garden would grow, Lord, to feed others, Lord. Jesus, Lord, we just speak your anointing, Lord, over her, Lord. Jesus, pour your anointing over her and her family, Lord. Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, I bring other women under her, Father, and Lord, where she can minister and teach them how to be women for Jesus, Lord. Honorable women. <laughs> 
Thank you, Lord, for Tal's hard life. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, I just want to add to to Tao and Nevea. I just feel like Tao, I just was seeing the plumb line. I was seeing a ruler, a plumb line, and I know that's just kingdom order, kingdom uprightness. I feel like you carry that in a way, in a wisdom of heaven, in a way where people are going to be drawn to it. And you probably already know this, but but I just feel like God is highlighting that that part of His nature inside of you, that wisdom and the ability to hold the plumb line of truth, the plumb line of the kingdom, up to situations, up to whatever situations or relationships, whatever it is. It's a kingdom plumb line, and it's it's who you are. You're like a walking plumb line. So we just bless it. We bless that anointing and that gift and that grace on your life. And we just um, say, let that gift bring impact and freedom to people wherever you go. And the Veya, I was just seeing the comforter. Like there's just something about your spirit that God has, has graced you with that brings comfort. So I don't know if you already feel that or know that about yourself, but... I would just encourage you to see yourself carrying the dove of heaven. And he is the comforter and you he's he's in you and on you and you have the ability because because you because he fits in you so well like a glove with his nature of comfort because the holy spirit is our comforter that you have the grace to release that comfort wherever you go and you can actually shift atmospheres when you go into places where there's chaos where there's just funk going on in the air that, that you have the the ability the, the authority and power to shift whatever's going on in the invisible with the grace and the comfort and the peace of god that you carry so i just want to bless that and encourage you to to take it and know it and when you walk in you don't even have to like tell people that's what you carry you just just release it you can just say it and speak into the atmosphere and really just say, shh, <laughs> just shh, comfort. However, however God wants to lead you in that, just, just know that you carry that comfort. It's like a soothing, calming comfort. So, awesome. Guys, everybody get, is everybody good? We're going to check in with everyone real quick. <laughs> They're all, good job, man. Job, Christian. So I want to encourage you guys. If you know before the night's over, if you uh, you know when we're done, when we're all just hanging out, if you want a prophetic word, or you want a word of encouragement, ask Christian. <laughs> or you can ask any anyone in this room. Anyone in this room. Was I was I seeing a hand up over here? Oh, for for Judy. going to give her a word this is kind of fun it takes takes the heat off of the rest of us we'll just just let christian do his thing before i give you the word i'm always wondering like one more during worship because i know you're the costco appetizer that do you carry any in your purse like do you sneak (laughs) some into church (laughs) i know you got the good ones in there 
Thank you, Lord. Um, you have a circle of friends at work. And um, you've been a good friend. But this season, you're going to be a better friend. Because Christ is going to start showing up in those relationships. And that's been your heart's desire. <laughs> He's going to bless you this year. There's a season, and the season is now for them. He knows your heart. And he's blessed by your heart for the lost. So it's this year. Amen. Awesome. Anybody else? <laughs> Repointing to Barbara. Barbara? Yeah. Barbara raised her hand. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for Barbara. Lord, I thank you for Barbara's heart to serve and to honor you, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for her heart to love her pastors and this family, Lord. you've been struggling with where you belong at and sometimes it's even here and the father it is here Barbara and you're gonna it's gonna be you're gonna have to commit and as soon as you bring that commitment to lay it down you're gonna have a relief as soon as you come and you say, this is, this is my house. This is my home. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to be here. You're going to feel the relief and contentment in your heart. And that's what you want. But you struggle with, I don't know why, but some of the outward things that you've been seeing. And you, you just, it just it's a battle. But lay it down before the Father. And make that commitment to yourself. And you're going to find relief and contentment. And the peace of God is going to come over you. Lord, I speak peace over Barbara in Jesus' name. I thank you for her heart, Lord. Glory, Jesus' name, Lord. We speak peace. Jesus' name, Lord. Fill her, Lord, from her head to her toes, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Does that worship all right? Amen. I love you, Barbara. I love you. Thank you. Yeah, I was just hearing dreams fulfilled. This is such a simple word, but I just feel like he's saying dreams fulfilled. There's things that you've been dreaming of, they're, they're going to get fulfilled. He didn't put these things in your heart to leave you wanting and empty. 
and unfulfilled, it's the, the, the fulfillment's coming. So we just bless you. We bless you in Jesus' name. And we thank Jesus for bringing you to this house. You are a pillar in this house. Anybody else? Got one in the back here. Oh, you want to wear it? Vanessa. Thank you for Vanessa's heart. Lord, thank you, Lord. Jeremiah 2911. I'm going to say it again. For I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you, give you hope in the future. God has plans for you. you just, when, the, when the winds come, when the storm comes, God's going to give you peace. You, you already have it. You've been through some struggles and, and I just see you battling it out and having peace. But this year I feel like I don't know why I keep saying this here, but God wants to be more a greater part of that. Where if you filled that peace with other things in the past, God wants that. He wants all of you. He wants you to lay it down before him and give it all to him. Are you working? No? Okay, with a baby. Is there a father around? Is he working? No. I don't. I didn't see nothing about him working, but I saw you working. And it's not going to pull you away from your baby or ministering to your baby, but I saw a different income coming. And it's not going to be even like work. It's, it's just going to be an income coming in. Lord, I speak blessings over her finances in Jesus' name, Lord. Lord, that you bring increase into this house, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Evan, Lord. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. I also see you ministering to other women your age. friend and I see God bring bringing someone to you this year 
And I see you guys ministering to other women. like a machine gun tonight. <clears throat> We're going to put him on a machine gun mount, stick him right in the middle of the room and aim him right at all. Yeah, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> hey guys, we're, we're going to finish the evening off with a time of communion. In order for me to get to the part where I want to do communion, I'm going to zip through some scriptures. I'm not going to preach. So that requires you guys to turn on your scripture sponge and absorb the word of God because the word of God is powerful to say that the word of God is powerful it's powerful it's living and active it's sharper than a double-edged sword it cuts and it penetrates and it divides soul from spirit joints from the marrow wherever that's at and it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of your heart. So the word of God is the perfect instructor for us with the Holy Spirit, who is the author of the word of God because he is the word of God. So let's just read the scriptures together. In fact, why don't we do that? Why don't we just, I'm gonna just go through it. We're gonna read it out loud. It's only 20 verses. It's only 20 verses. I can, I can read 20 verses in three minutes, so come on, you guys. Suck it up, buttercup. That's what they say. Keep it simple, saints. Kiss, kiss. Keep it simple, saints. You know, I, I didn't have any, I didn't feel like God gave me a specific word for today, or for tonight, so I just put, I, I resumed some of the Ephesians that we were working through, and it's first 20 verses of chapter 5. It might make you squirm a little bit, but that's good. I need and you need the Word of God to make us squirm a little because the Word of God comes and, and it, it sanctifies us. It changes us. The Word of God is powerful. We need the Word of God to come into us to bring alignment, correction, all of that good stuff, right? So you don't need me to expound on it. Let's just let the Word of God be the mirror that we all grab a hold of right now. We're going to take a look into that mirror, the Word of God. And we're going to let it speak to us. And then we're going to respond to the Word of God with communion. Does that sound good? It's a good night so far. And I don't think this is going to mess it up. There's one person in the room that should be super happy that we're actually going to read some scriptures. That's right. She's no longer downtown Judy Brown. She's Bible thumping Judy Brown. There we go. Taking that word of God and slapping people upside the head in Costco with it. Okay, read this with me, you in guys. Love. In love, yes. Everything should be done in love. If you don't do it in love, you're just a noisy gong. In a gong that's noisy, sometimes it sounds like a flushing toilet at the at the superstores, you know, the malls, whoosh, where you could lose a child down that thing. <laughs> so you don't want to sound like just a toilet, okay? Let's read the scriptures together. You guys want to read this? If you're one of those people that feel like you need to stand through, through the word, reading of the word, then go right ahead and do that, but you don't have to. So Ephesians chapter 5. 
This is the Passion Translation, so good luck following. But here we go. I'm going to read. You guys can read aloud if you want. Be imitators of God in everything you do, for then you will represent your Father as His beloved sons and daughters. That's a good word right there. And continue to walk surrendered to the extravagant love of Christ, for He surrendered His life as a sacrifice for us. His great love for us was pleasing to God like an aroma of adoration, a sweet healing fragrance. That's good. Isn't that good? Mm. All right, keep going. And have nothing to do with sexual immorality, lust, or greed, for you are his holy ones, and let no one be able to accuse you of them in any form. Guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insults. These are nonsensical words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. Instead, let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. Just soak it in. It might be a little uncomfortable. I know I'm not the only one that laughs at jokes sometimes that are inappropriate, but the reality is this word speaks to me. It, it speaks change. Let's move on in this. For it has been made clear to you already that the kingdom of God cannot be accessed by anyone who is guilty of sexual sin or who is impure or greedy. For greed is the essence of idolatry. How could they expect to have an inheritance in Christ's kingdom while doing those things? We're going to divert to one scripture outside of Ephesians 5 because I didn't want anyone in this room to read that verse and feel hopeless because the word of God is not to, it's not released to bring hopelessness. It's not released to bring condemnation, okay? It's important to know what the Word of God says about these things like sexual sin, impurity and greediness, idolatry, the list goes on and on. 1 Corinthians 6.11, after giving a whole list of sin, responds with this. You guys can read this with me too. It's true that some of you once lived in those lifestyles, but now you have been purified from sin, made holy, and given a perfect standing before God, all because of the power of the name of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, and through our union with the Spirit of our God. Is that good? Does that, does that bring a little relief in case you were squirming? You're thinking, oh boy, I'm not going to inherit the kingdom because I've, I've blown it at least once in my life in one of these areas. The blood, of, the blood of Jesus sets us free. Just put your hand on your heart. We're probably going to do this again when we take communion. Just declare this with me. The blood of Jesus makes me clean. The blood of Jesus purifies me from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord. That's a reason right there to be thankful, guys. So let's read the rest of the scripture. 
Don't be fooled by those who speak their empty words and deceptive teachings telling you otherwise. This is what brings God's anger upon the rebellious. Don't listen to them or live like them at all. Once your life was full of sin's darkness, but now you are, excuse me, now you have the very light of our Lord shining through you because of your union with him. Your mission is to live as children flooded with his revelation light. And the supernatural fruits of his light will be seen in you, goodness, righteousness, and truth. Then you will learn to choose what is beautiful to our Lord. And don't even associate with the servants of darkness because they have no fruit in them. Instead, reveal truth to them. The very things they do in secret are too vile and filthy to even mention. Whatever the revelation light exposes, it will also correct, and everything that reveals truth is light to the soul. That is why, excuse me, this is why the scripture says, Arise, you sleeper, rise from your coffin, and the anointed one will shine his light into you. The NIV, I, I learned it, rise from your grave. It sounds kind of weird to say rise from your coffin, but you know, this is the Passion Translation. And here's our last scripture portion. Second to the last. No, it's the last. So be very careful how you live, not being like those with no understanding, but live honorably with true wisdom, for we are living in evil times. Take full advantage of every day as you spend your life for his purposes, and don't live foolishly, for then you will have discernment to fully understand God's will. And don't get drunk with wine, which is rebellion. Instead, be filled continually with the Holy Spirit. And let your hearts, sorry, I'm messing these up, guys, and your hearts will overflow with a joyful song to the Lord. Keep speaking to each other with words of scripture, singing the Psalms with praises and spontaneous songs given by the Spirit. Always give thanks to Father God for every person he brings into your life in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a good word right there. It's a good word. I would encourage you guys to go back and reread it maybe. Just, just pray through it. Talk to God. I think this is actually a really good word for this year. That we would be sons and daughters of God that recognize our union with Jesus has caused us to become filled with his light and his life. And in order for that life and that light to be released through us, Jesus is calling us into deeper union with him, deeper obedience. I'll just say the word. It's that O word, obedience. Disobedience doesn't cause you to no longer belong to God. You don't just like get kicked out of your relationship with him when you disobey, but it does hurt our relationship with God. Disobedience causes it really the the problem with disobedience is on our end. God is ready to forgive. He's ready to reconcile. He's ready to give you grace and mercy in your time of need. In fact, the scripture tells us to come running boldly before that throne of grace to receive mercy and to receive grace in your time of need. He doesn't want anyone in this world to perish. He wants everyone to come to repentance. 
And if it's, if it's for the whole world, how much more for the sons and daughters of God? A lifestyle of repentance. And a life in re repentance, the R word, doesn't mean weeping and broken because you're such a, a screw up, mess up, failure. As we learned in our, our class, maybe, no, it was a couple weeks ago when we talked about hope and joy and having a mindset. Repentance isn't just feeling bad about sin. That's about 1% of what repentance is. True repentance is changing the way you think. So he's, he's inviting you and me into a journey with him throughout this next year, beginning now, yesterday, and now into eternity of following after him, listening to his voice and coming into alignment with him and obeying his voice. So if you guys are ready, why don't we go ahead and... Uh, Oh yeah, Tammy's got something. You know, you kept, you were wondering, why, I don't know why I keep saying this year, but I really feel like this year is gonna be the year that there's gonna be a lot of breakthrough and a lot of changes in each of you and in our church as a whole. And I just, yeah, I just feel like this year, that's, that's what's gonna happen. Sorry. That it's not gonna be two years from now or three years from now, but it's gonna be this. It's this year, we're in a new season now. And we need to leave what's in the past and push forward to what's in the future. Amen. So let's celebrate communion together, guys. Let's celebrate Jesus for the price that he paid to, to give us access to everything that we're walking in right now and even more than we're, what we're walking in. Let's just open it up. If you haven't been here in a while, we now have grape juice and wine. It's not good wine. It's just Manischewitz. I shouldn't say that. It's, it's good. It's sweet. It's communion. When Jesus did communion with his disciples, they were drinking good wine, pretty sure. And when they drank of that cup, they drank, drank ye all of it. So this is just a thimble. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand up? We just, we just bless this meal, right? We bless the Lord's Supper. We bless the Lord's table. And we just declare over this observance, over this, this practice that we do called communion, called remembering the Lord's table, his suffering on the cross. We bless this and we just pull on heaven tonight for all of the resources that we need, for healing in our bodies, for reconciliation for the power of heaven to come invade our lives and to make broken things whole again and the list goes on and on jesus paid a big price so we bless this meal and we just release everyone to come up now and grab it and we're going to take it together things moving along tonight if when you get back to your spot just stay standing if you will we're not going to take a long time for this this is going to be our seal for the evening
gang. You do grape juice or wine. I will when it's time. I gotta hold the book at the same time here. So. All right, guys, just hold the cup before you, before the Lord, between you and Jesus. Just, just repeat this after me so it's not so awkward when I just read the book. Jesus, I take your blood, confessing the fact that your blood has set each person free. There is no one who is out of your reach. I will name out loud the people I know who are far from you, God, as I plead the blood of Jesus over their lives. Just begin to name a few, a few people in your life that need Jesus, that have walked away, that are far away. after me guys Jesus you have paid the price for my freedom deliverance and healing your miraculous power is going to invade my life and the lives of those around me thank you Jesus that I am aligned with you to influence my family, my community, and the entire world for your kingdom. Let your will be done on the earth. In Jesus' name. box. Sorry, guys. They're not as salty as the other ones. The other ones tasted better, but hey, we'll make it work. All right, Jesus, let's just put our hands before the Lord. Just lift up our hands as, a, as an act of surrender. Don't ever get tired of surrender to the Lord, you guys. Just give him all that you are over and over. Just like a little child raising their hands to their papa. Just say, Lord, here am I. Just pick me up. Take all that I am have my life, have my dreams. Holy Spirit, would you just saturate every person in this room tonight as we go out of this place. Let our sleep be filled with kingdom rest. Let our bodies find restoration tonight as we lay on our beds. Let our dreams be filled with dreams from heaven. We just release that now in Jesus' name. 
Let the dream sleep be filled with dreams from heaven. Holy Spirit, just cover the minds of all your saints in this room. Cover them body, soul, and spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. And we just speak blessing over everyone in his name. Amen. Amen, amen. amen.